uh, hi and welcome to After the Hype. With me as always, Brian, and John's not here today. Uh, <laughs> so I can't really say it as always, but you know. He's here in spirit. He's here in Word doc form, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like he's here, except he's going to be a little bit more quiet than usual. <laughs> and by a little bit, I mean a whole fuckload more <laughs> quiet than usual. Uh, but today I'm joined by Ryan. Hello. Tony. Hello. And Elvis. Hi. Uh, today we're doing a battle episode, and we're doing Guilty Pleasure video game movies. Yeah. Yay. Ooh. Perfect for battle. Yeah, it kind of is, in a weird way. Um... But so the way to think about today before we get into where have you been doing is the way that we're going to vote on this thing and try to discuss it as much as we can is that the idea of guilty pleasure is you feel bad about liking it. Right. So really, the worse the movie is and the more you like it, the more guilty pleasure it is, which I think all of our movies really fall into in a very (laughs) terrifying way. (laughs) (laughs) Most video game movies. That's true. There's only a couple... That I think are decent at best. Yeah. And none of them are being talked about today. Right. Well, one of them is. We'll May- get into that. Maybe two. <laughs> Let's be honest, I'm, Brian. I'm going to go with one. <laughs> and it's not yours. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll do where have you been doing really quick. Uh, we're only going to do it for five minutes today because we're going to move through it as fast as possible so we can get right into the heart of the episode. Uh, I'm going to go first. Uh, I started reading the Drew Carfigian trilogy. Uh the Chaos Born series. Um, is that like the Born Ultimatum sequel? No, it's not related. Nothing like that at okay. all. <laughs> um, it's more like a. It's kind of like if a guy who writes for Star Wars tried to write a Game of Thrones book. Okay. Um, and it's actually it's really good. I've been really enjoying it so far. I really like Drew Carfigian's writing. He's the guy who wrote um, Mass Effect and Mass Effect Two. Mm-hmm. Like he's the creator of those game worlds. Awesome. So he's a very, very good writer, and I like what he does. And I just read his Darth Bane trilogy, which was fantastic. Mm. If you don't know who Darth Bane is, he's the guy who created the rule, the rule of two for Sith. So he's like a big character in Star Wars worlds. Very good. He has a trilogy, and it's fantastic. Um, so I wanted to read his original thing that's not based on a video game or movies, which is the Chaos Born series. And I'm about halfway through the first book, and it is phenomenal. Awesome. Is it? Uh, what do you like uh, better between that, Darth Bane... I still think Darth Bane's the best because it's just so much fun. But, uh, well, Mass Effect wins. Mm. Either way, the one I'm reading is in third place. But I still really like (laughs) it and I recommend it. Uh, That's it for me. Awesome. I'll tell you what I've not been doing. Okay. (laughs) That is seeing the Fantastic Four movie this weekend. (laughs) I refuse to give bad movies any more of my money. And uh, I think everybody is kind of on the same page. We're all kind of in Marvel Studios' corner as far as their properties go. Uh, I think Deadpool and and uh, looks pretty good, and uh, Days of Future Past was pretty good. But in general, uh, I would like Fox to give up their their rights back to Marvel. Even like if they're Sony making has. good movies, I kind of think like, it just feels weird that it's still separated. Yeah, oh, totally. You know, yeah. Like not having like Wolverine and Age of Ultron just kind of felt like we were getting gypped, mm-hmm. right? Because there weren't enough characters in Age of Ultron? Exactly. Really? <laughs> I'm glad that you agree with me. <laughs> I mean, really, I think, uh, to me, I would love to see the Fantastic Four join the Marvel Universe. You know, I, I always yeah. loved the way that uh, Mr. Fantastic, Iron Man, and, and Bruce Banner butted heads yeah. as the scientists, you know. And Hank Pym, throw him in there. Yep, absolutely. Oh, well, he's don't coming. get me started on, on his treatment in the, in the cinematic universe. But. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where have I been doing? Last weekend, I went to five movies to Whoa! catch up. I hadn't been to a movie in like two months. Um, so I had to catch up on all the good slash terrible movies. So I saw Terminator. 
Loved it. Yep. Saw Pixels. Didn't see it. Saw Trainwreck. Didn't see it. Saw Ant-Man. Is it funny that he saw uh, Pixels and then Trainwreck? Yeah. <laughs> Ant-Man and uh, Mission Impossible. Good yeah. choice. For all last yeah. weekend. Say which ones are good. Trainwreck. Mission Impossible. You didn't, like, you didn't like Terminator? I, Out of the movies I saw, that was a close... Pixels is by far the worst. Right. But who knew? <laughs> Pixels, Terminator, Ant-Man, Trainwreck, Mission Impossible. Nice. I, I agree with those and the ones that I saw. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Terminator was fun, but Mission Impossible had, you know, it was just a oh, solid yeah. movie all around. Yeah, Terminator is stupid fun. Mission yeah. Impossible is a legit good movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Trainwreck is really my good, guilty pleasure. But they have the Apatow syndrome where it could be a half hour shorter if you just shorten everyone's yeah. banter. That's why, that's why yeah, I wanted it. I get so fun. annoyed watching that in a the theater when I can just like do a little swipe on my PS4 thing to skip ahead 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good. It was it was actually well done. It was by far his best movie in a while. It's not saying much. He hasn't had a good movie since like, no, he hasn't. Up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I finished the second season of BoJack Horseman on Netflix. Well, you're yeah, the one who watches it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like it. I, I don't laugh out loud very often, but I, I'm into it for some reason. Everyone that I know who does watch it has told me the second season is remarkably better than the first. It is. Season. It's, it's much better. Yeah. There's a, they're really making it more a character piece than a wacky comedy, but you still get some fun stuff. Who makes it? I know it's Netflix, but do you know who like, is The guy is like Robert Webbs, blah, 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 some crazy name. But has he done anything like big before? Or I don't think like, so. I think this okay. is kind of his first thing. Okay, and it's Will Arnett does the horse. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's in his uh, best performance since Batman from the Lego Movie. <laughs> you mean you don't like his car commercial? I think those are funny. Yeah. <laughs> Bojack's better. <laughs> I only watched the first season, and I, he was great in it. Yeah, he's the reason I kept watching. Yeah, I mean he's 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 actually very good as Bojack. Yeah. He makes you believe this horseman thing is a right. real character. <laughs> There's not enough shows about depression and self-destruction, too. Much better than Jack and Triumph, which is kind of along the same lines of washed-up character, comedically out of place in a sitcom world. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to take a look at it at some point. Whenever we're done watching um, Without American Summer. That's, that's yeah. next on my list. Next, where have you been doing? We'll have to all think of something other than that to talk yeah. about. <laughs> okay, so we'll move into today's episode. And today, we're going to start with John, who's not here today. But he did write in, much like Nick used to with the Hadouken from Hoboken, which we haven't gotten one of those in a long time. Um, I'll have to call him one of these days and get that started. Okay, so yeah, so we'll start with, uh, with John here. Uh, John's movie, which we cannot vote on because he's not actually here to defend it. And that means he's not here to place a vote. Uh, throw everything off if we all voted with that extra fifth one in there. Whatever. You understand. And if you don't, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, so John's movie was Doom, uh, starring The Rock and Carl Urban and Academy Award nominee Roseman Pike. <laughs> <laughs> Not for this movie. Uh, although I do remember seeing this movie and going, man, I haven't seen her since... Uh, Die Another Day. I like her. She's good. And then she disappeared again until Gone Girl. I'm like, man, I haven't seen her since Doom. Wow. I like her. <laughs> uh, although she's not good in this, but that's fine. Uh, Alright, so John's... I'm going to read this. If you guys feel like interrupting me at any point, if you have anything to say, feel free. Sure. Um, I'll just keep moving until somebody has to say something. And if he gets done before the ten minutes, then so be it. But I'll start the ten minutes now. 
So, I'm going to take a page from one of our favorite reviewers on the show and give you some bullet points to explain why Doom should be your choice for best video game movie guilty pleasure. Uh, point one. The Rock! Two. Carl Urban! Three. Roseman Pike! Wait, how many exclamation points are after each one of these? Just Wait, one. He, okay, the you're first doing a good job. three are actors? You lose. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> the fourth one isn't. The fourth one is first-person shooter scene, which is actually pretty awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one I'll give. Although it moved really slow, I remember mm-hmm. as a, like a kid when this movie—not kid, but like when I was in high school when this movie came out—and they got to that sequence, I'm like, "This game sucks." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why are they moving so slow? They didn't have GoPros back then. That's right. true. Which actually makes it a little bit more impressive. <laughs> um, but seriously, The Rock manages to have an arc in this film, even if it is slight. It's yeah. very, very, very slight. <laughs> Um, all the science gobbledygook is fun in a cheesy sort of way, and, uh, of course genetics, of course DNA, of course it can make you either super good or super bad, uh, which actually I think is a problem in the movie, but, you know, (laughs) John's welcome to his opinion. Uh, Roseman Pike fully commits to her role in the movie, which combined with the silly science stuff make her fun to watch. She also doesn't listen to anyone in the movie and does her own things. Oh, you don't want to? You don't want me to inject you with the twenty fourth strain of whatever? Ha ha! Fuck you! I'm a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good argument. <laughs> it's a good argument. And that sequence is how we got the first person action sequence, so it's kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like that they put Carl Urban as a side character for most of the movie, making you think that this is the Rock's journey. Gives the switcheroo at the end a fun "oh damn" moment, even if you know it's coming. Um, there's also a lot of big guns in the movie. Definitely, you get your money's worth there. And the BFG definitely lives up to its hype throughout the film. I kind of love that The Rock becomes obsessed with it as soon as they uh, get up to Mars. And that face when he finally touches the thing. Mm. Uh, I added the mm. He just had an ellipses. Uh, <laughs> that's what he meant. Yeah, yeah. I'm just reading into it for him. Uh... Sure, the geography doesn't make a lick of sense. Totally true. And sure, you get lost. <laughs> sure, you get lost on where everyone is now and again. But it's a slight annoyance for a really fun video game movie. Guilty pleasure. Pick mine. The end. But you know that was true of the Doom video game too. Who the hell knows where I'm at? Because all that's in front of me are uh, rock walls. Yeah, either rock it? walls or like metal walls. Yeah. What was it? Doom. Three? That's that, the one that came out. Like, that was like the huge one that came out like yeah. ten years ago. Like where it was literally every level was the exact same, and it was oh, the yeah. most frustrating. You're like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get there soon, and then you just keep going through the same yeah. shit Doom over 3 and over was, again. Like, the oh. best flashlight simulator ever. <laughs> and, and wasn't wasn't Doom Three the one that was basically the precursor to the movie coming out? Yeah, I think so. Around the same time. Because the I old think, yeah, I think it was yeah. pretty close. Because they they copied a monster that wasn't in the other games and put him in the movie, mm-hmm. and it was right around the same time that the game came out mm-hmm. that had that monster in it. But I mean, I do give John props. I mean, the the first person action sequence starts out a little slow, but when they get into like the chainsaw fight with the the wheelchair dude, it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does kind of feel like uh, I'm going to make this as gross of a comparison as I can. It'd be kind of like watching a porno when there's only one sex scene in it, and you had to watch like an hour and a half. Of porno plot to get to it. It'd be very frustrating. Those are my favorite ones. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I see what you mean. Do, do you know what I, like, Yeah, it's like, yeah. Once you finally get there, I'm like, man, this is what I came for. This is great. What the fuck was I doing with my day before this? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I, I have less trouble feeling guilty about watching this movie than I do any other movie on the table today. Interesting. 
And I don't know why. Maybe because the production value was so high. Granted, I think that's true of pretty much all of ours. But it's the most recent one too, isn't it? It is definitely. Yeah, it is. Uh, yours might be role. more recent. Two thousand five was mine. I don't know when Doom came out. I think it was two thousand five. Probably around the same time. Was it? Wow. Yeah, I think it was right around the same time. So they're roughly from the same era yeah. of we shouldn't be doing this anymore. Why are we? Right. Um, definitely. But I, I don't really feel bad about watching because it, it is so cheesy. That I don't feel guilty about enjoying it, and mm. I like The Rock. Like I just I like seeing him in things. The Even Rock makes everything terrible. better. He really does, except for Hercules. I didn't see Hercules. <laughs> no, me neither. Or the, did he do? He did another one. Whatever. Scorpion King. Yeah, he, that one wasn't. No. You know, although Chew and I watched that in uh, in France in French, really great in French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, that's I, this was when he was first kind of coming out into the actor world. Like, he hadn't done, like, a lot of, uh... He still had The Rock as part of his title. Yeah, Dwayne The Rock. Right. Was he still Dwayne The Rock in this one? Or was he so, just yeah. The sure. Rock? I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure just... he didn't drop The Rock until fairly recently. No, but I don't he, think... I, I don't think, think this he... is when he was still just going as The Rock. I, I think know. it's he before Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He did that in his first couple movies. Did he? Like, in uh, The mm. Mummy 3, or The Mummy oh, 2, oh, yeah, it was yeah, just The Rock as Scorpion King. Yeah. Which it was barely. It was more like Angelina Jolie CGI from Beowulf yeah. Yeah. as the Rock, yeah. as the Scorpion King, based on designs. Yeah, yeah. but no, I thought, uh, and I like Carl Urban. I know he's not the greatest actor in the world, mm-hmm. but I like it when he shows up in things because I think he he actually likes his job, which is always kind of fun to see. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no matter what he's in. Yeah, yeah. he can be in great movies like Lord of the Rings, or he can be in kind of stupid fun movies like uh, Dread, and he brings the same amount of cred to him and I think he's yeah. a lot of fun so and I mean Rosamund Pike said an Academy Award nominated actress which I mean I think I'm trying to think of other movies that have Academy Award nominated people on them on the table today definitely not mine. yours was yeah Dennis Hopper yeah, yeah. you has the best <laughs> cast I do have the best oh, yeah. cast and Hoskins oh yeah yeah you yeah. win with the cast yes <laughs> uh, but yeah I don't think there's really much else I can say in defense of John's movie because I can't really defend it because I kind of like it in sure. my own weird, sort, sad sort of way. Um, but is there anything else anybody wants to say to discredit, or are we just going to all kind of agree that his does not win? Hey. <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'm not going to discredit anything. His does not win. By far, does not win. <laughs> um, but I think going along what you were saying yeah. is, I don't feel guilty watching it. No. You know what you're getting with that movie. Yeah. They yeah. knew what they were, and they just they just did it. Yeah. When, uh, when, I, when I sent out the... the the call for people to pick movies for this one. He picked Doom. I'm like, that's a great choice. Yeah. And then I realize as I'm saying that's a great choice, I'm like, oh, because I get to watch it. Like, I shouldn't be excited about watching any of these <laughs> things. I'm kind of excited to watch Doom again. Uh, and then I watched him. I'm like, ah, I shouldn't have been excited to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's actually worse than you remember it being. It was worse than I remember it being, but still nowhere near as painful to watch as almost any of the movies on the table today. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a fact. Yeah. All the movies on the table today. Although I still... This was not the good one that I was talking about that I still think is a good movie. I can see that. We all know which one out of our four or five, I guess, is the best movie. We do. And do we? We do. I feel like people disagree, but we'll get there. Right. We'll uh, get but there. I think we should move into the other ones for today that can actually talk a little bit more for themselves. Although I do thank John for writing that. Uh, okay, so who wants to go first, second of? I'll go next. All right. Because I think mine is the best. Yours is the one so, that I'm talking about that I think is the legit abs- good movie. Absolutely. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> yeah, uh, did you right. watch it again recently? I watched it yesterday. Okay, I did too. And You're I'm doing to Mortal Kombat. 
And hopefully, Paul Anderson. you're cutting in a bunch of times throughout this entire uh, defense. The soundtrack. <laughs> That's number one. The only video game movie soundtrack that actually surpassed the soundtrack of the video game itself. Absolutely. That's yeah. probably true. Uh, George S. Clinton has come a long way from the parliaments. <laughs> For the listeners, I'm joking. I don't actually believe that those are the same George Clintons. But... Uh, some other pros of Mortal Kombat, uh, the fight scenes. Oh my god, the stunt choreography was great. This is the same... It, it's so hit and miss. It's so good at some parts, and then well, so horrible later. Or yeah. what it is. And I have a couple points that I read about that I'll talk about. Okay. Uh, possibly why uh, some of the fight sequences failed. But um, uh, let me get the guy's name. Pat E. Johnson. He also did the Ninja Turtles movies, which we all love the fights for puppets. Yes. You know, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, he did, Still they did that. the Karate oh, Kids mind. after the first one, so, you know, so some titles. through Hillary Swank? Yeah. <laughs> Batman and Robin, Wild Wild West, and most recently You're Punisher, Punisher Warzone was his oh, last okay. film. That was, that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Not good, but kind of cool. Anyway, you know, for a, for a movie based on a fighting game, it was really important they nailed the fight scenes. Um, Something Street Fighter missed. <laughs> yeah. They had Chunk Club. Uh, interestingly enough, the creators of Mortal Kombat originally wanted to base their video game on Jean-Claude Van Damme. Which uh, is and kind I think, of hysterical. I know. They tried to cast him as uh, Johnny Cage, but he declined for the Street Fighter movie. Huh. Um, I like the guy that got better. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I didn't think this would be a Johnny agree. Cage movie. It would have been weird. We can yeah. move into cast now. Yeah. Uh, kind of hit or miss for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Some real pros, the guy who plays the villain, Shang Tsung. Yeah. Good. Uh, Way over the top acting, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I found out the, the person that got to play Sonya was a last-minute replacement. Uh, she is Billy Madison's girlfriend. Yeah, Bridget Wilson. Awesome. Yeah. Also married to Pete Sampras. Yeah. She so was um, Bridget Wilson Sampras now. Yeah. Cameron Diaz was in the role until the last second. She broke her wrist just before they started filming. Weird. Still a, yeah. a better choice. I agree. <laughs> Um, they got the Highlander so to, to play Raiden. That was I, a, I do not like Chris <laughs> I think David Carradine wasn't available. No. <laughs> um, but the best cast of all, I think they got the actual Liu Kang. <laughs> 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 that guy was amazing. Uh, he still acts, too. He does. To speak to his ro- uh, quality of acting in that movie, I saw Beverly Hills Ninja a couple years later in oh, the theater. God. And there was a little kid behind me who was just yelling, Go Liu Kang! The entire <laughs> film. Still recognize him from that from Mortal Kombat. I'm sure there was some kid behind you and it wasn't just you. Shh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, I also thought Mortal Kombat kind of stayed uh, true to the video game. Uh, as far as it's kind of... I mean, do you guys remember the plot of the video game? Mortal oh, yeah. Because it's... People, fight, people yeah. fight each other? It's and... people fight each other uh, to make sure Shang Tsung doesn't get to take over Earth. Like, it's, in one, it's a one-line... Yeah. Plot summary for the video game. And they turned into a, an hour, 50-minute movie. But they also, they follow a little almost too close. Like, they, they really, really do. They really are handcuffed to that plot. Yeah. Kind of to a fault. Handcu- yeah. Like, how are you handcuffed to that one line? Well, no, because it's that one line, but there's also, like, these little, like, uh, these little stories that are in all the games, like the the Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade fall right. in love. And, like, okay, so I right. guess we're going to throw that in there. And then the, the Prince Goro of Underworld, they're going, all right, so yep. he's a prince, so he's royalty. Yep. Like, they kept everything. Like, all the character interactions are all spot on. And it's, like, yep. it's both good and kind of, like, 
All right, we get it. Just make your fucking movie. Let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> get to the fighting. Total fan service for ten year olds, which is how oh, yeah. I was when this movie came out. Yeah, yeah. Why I loved it. The costumes were great. They kind of nailed uh, our favorite ninja fighters, Scorpion yep. Sub Zero, uh, Reptile. Uh, I'll come back to that later because that was also my weakest link of the movie for yeah. me. I, uh, I always liked Reptile. No one else did. I mean, <laughs> the one fight when he was human was great. Was great. Yeah. The rainbow colored gecko <laughs> yeah <laughs> not so much so i thought the practical effects in this film were great uh goro was a puppet and uh an awesome an awesome awesome puppet, and, yeah and voiced by the guy who now does shredder on tmnt yep. really yeah. um uh what was the other thing i was gonna say um nut punch yeah oh <laughs> the the action sequences uh Johnny Cage, we get his famous nut punch. Mm-hmm. He also, uh, after beating Scorpion, he throws down the autograph. Uh, Classic fatality. Yeah. <laughs> or a friendship, it was. In, no, that was a... In the second game. Was it a friendship? Yeah. No. There's a, they actually, probably to a fault, stuck mostly to the first game uh, by including only those cast members. Like, we got a little hint of Jax in the beginning. Yeah, he was mentioned. Yeah. You see him. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't include a lot of the favorites they could have from other games. Maybe spice up the movie. Yeah. Well, they tried that in the second one, and then we found out it wasn't a good idea. So maybe they were <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, the some of the CGI I thought was really good. The elemental style effects, like the fireballs and the ice uh, yeah. spheres were all really cool. Some CGI totally failed. I hated the the reptile lizard. Yeah, he was awful. Oh, he was and by far so the worst. They actually said they had no idea what they were doing when they were shooting the film. Oh, good. So they were just throwing their arms around and hoping that they could make it work. Uh, and the uh, the CGI for Scorpion's grappling hook was pretty terrible. I hated that. I also hated that it was something that came out of his hand. I was in all say, the games. It was a rope he throws. Yeah, I don't remember if that was. Ever in a died. game? There was like a living creature that was part of him? I don't, I don't think so. it was ever a living creature. I think later they followed the movie and had the rope come out of his hand, but it was always a rope with a spear. It was never like yeah. some weird hungry thing. That never actually that died. Doesn't... That literally like hit a tree and exploded and oh, it's dead now. Right. Yeah, so now I just have this lifeless cord in my arm. <laughs> right. I like that they, they did the this reveal his skull face and breathing mm-hmm. fire though, and that all looked really good. Although they don't explain how he got out of that rejected set from hook yeah uh, oh. <laughs> the uh the, the the pacing of the movie isn't flawless they kind of move from fight scene to fight scene starting at about the 30 minute mark yeah the just... rest of the movie is just one-on-one matchups just like the video game yeah <laughs> uh i do like the scenery though the the backgrounds are really nice the the sets are really nice the scorpion fight was awesome like i liked it in the woods and then i liked yeah. it when they go to the hell or whatever that is but i still even as a kid like i don't know maybe i just i look at movies the wrong way but as a kid sure. as soon as it ended i'm just like how does he get out of there <laughs> and I it think, still bothers me I mean, how did he get there well they they warped there he took him there to kill him and then it's like okay so now that he killed the guy that's never show the warping yeah it's uh you know scorpion in the game is that like uh warp move where he jumps to the other side of the screen so Liu kang is jumping at him and he does that move and pulls him with him and they all go to that you know Hook rejects. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was supposed to be like that that pit fighting level in the game where yeah, you're fighting among that. the spikes. Yeah, it, Same as the trees. That was a level in the second yeah. game. They like again. They really stuck to the games, probably to a fault. But I mean, that's I mean, 
I love Paul Anderson or W.S. Anderson to be specific, not P.T. Anderson. Right. Um, not the the acclaimed director. Ooh, I like the right. shitty one. Uh, but I like it because he loves video games. Yeah. And I think that Mortal Kombat is his biggest like love letter to video games. I mean, granted, he did all the Resident Evil too. ones. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did uh, he did this and then he did Resident Evil. Then he skipped two and three, and then he came back for four, five, and now six. Yeah. I think. Well, he did the one, you just brought it up, Resident Evil is the movie, of all video game movies, that I couldn't have done for a Guilty Pleasure yeah. Day, because I legitimately think it's a decent movie. It is. Yeah. The first one is decent. It's not a great movie, but no. it's surprisingly decent. And then they, they take a roller coaster of quality after that. And, and wasn't oh, yeah. it the first movie to really establish the Michelle Rodriguez rule, the first Resident Evil? It might have Back been. Then, but yeah. she always dies in the third yeah. act. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> You still have a minute and a half. Uh, let's see, what else is great about Mortal Kombat? I found out, interestingly, uh, there was originally a, a, like a lot of development between Liu Kang and Katana's love life. If they were going to fall in love, which they actually kind of cut it down to what was workable for me. Um, you didn't, I didn't need to see them like alone at a camp at night. You know, They kind of give each other those looks. They cut it out to add in more fight sequences. Uh, that, that was that's a that's a great decision. Yeah, you, and, you go from Shang Tsung saying they her him and uh, or her and Liu Kang can't be together, right? To a weird fight in front of Shang Tsung that nobody dies in. Yeah. To I'm disappointed in you. To then they're they're separated. Like what the fuck was that? Yeah, it really doesn't make any sense. Especially like it's Mortal Kombat. So you start fighting, you fight to the death, and then this one's like, no, nope, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, gonna she, give you hints of how to beat Sub Zero, and then yeah. that'll be. That it. was clearly the turning point where you find out she's on his side. Yeah, though. that's true. That was the whole purpose of that fight, she threw it, and he refused to kill her. I don't know what that means in Mortal Kombat tournaments. Yeah, it's when he wobbles and falls down, you know, without the it's, fatality. This is the part where he falls down, which is actually yeah, funny. I noticed in the, the beginning of the movie. Liu Kang's brother actually does that right before Shang Tsung kills him. He actually kind of wobbles around in a 360 circle. Like does he? He's about to get a fatality. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say one more thing. Uh, that reptile fight, they actually added that after focus groups said they wanted to see even more fighting. <laughs> so that's why the entire second two-thirds of the movie is all fight sequences. I can't say they were wrong. No. Because that that's the first thing I started with. Yeah. Choreography. We're just going to on the table, and sorry, you're next. Oh, man, I don't even know where to begin in defending this pile of garbage. <laughs> well, you have ten minutes to defend. Alone in the Dark. Oi. I like that you can't do a video game movie podcast without bringing up Uwe Bowl at least once. Right. <laughs> did that's... he do the other Resident Evils? Uwe Bowl? Yeah. No, no, no he never did. Ever... Do? He, did uh, he did Blood Rains. That's, yeah. Postal. Yeah. Postal. The House of the Dead. Dead. Yeah. House of okay. the Dead. He also doesn't let anyone do his sequels. If there's going to be a sequel, he demands to do it. Because he is a, an auteur. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, you know, one word for it, I guess. Well, I've killed 30 seconds for you. Um, yeah. You did. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I didn't make bullet points. I wanted to. Or a top ten list like I did last time. It was just too hard with this. But I'm, I'm going to follow, follow John. <laughs> and my first three bullet points are going to be Tara Reed. <laughs> That cannot be your first bullet point. No. That is like the worst bullet Ooh. point to lead with. No, no, I'll get to you why it works. Um, it doesn't. Steven Dorf. I do like Steven Dorf, but that's only because of uh, Blade. <laughs> and Christian Slater. I'm starting with three actors. Yeah. All you just named three people who happen to be in the movie. It doesn't help it. Uh, it does. Do you know why? 
Because a cast of that still got a theatrical run. How the fuck do you get a theatrical run with Tara Reid versus <laughs> Simon Stephen Dorff? Man, that's an accomplishment. That should be my only argument for this movie. No, the movie is... Uh, Unwatchable. It's terrible. <laughs> Where's the pleasure part of this guilty pleasure? Uh, that's funny. I didn't realize it was a guilty pleasure. I was just picking a movie that was terrible. No, um, well, you, you get a novel at the beginning. You do. You almost get a full novel. You get like a five-minute five exposition about everything leading up to this movie. You get a very, very random, uncalled-for sex scene between Tara Reid and Christian Slater. That is the only movie of the bunch that has a sex scene. That is oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Point. Yep, there you go. Um, Although I would have loved to see Daisy bang Yoshi. It would have been interesting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we didn't see their entire relationship. Um, this is the only movie, I think, out of all of them that had an attempt... To make a real plot to some degree? I'll concede that about my movie for sure. <laughs> they, I, I, they, I they have, no have a story. Stand on with mine. No. What? I said I have no legs to stand on with mine. <laughs> no. And I don't think you with yours either. Uh, uh, kind of. <laughs> kind of. There. Kind, more than mine. Yeah. It, uh, and this is actually an argument for, the real argument for my movie. I think it's the only video game movie that we're discussing today that stands alone. From the video game. Like, if you didn't yeah. know anything about Mortal Kombat, the game, that movie the movie would be, would be so much worse. <laughs> Double Dragon. I'm not going to say the game helped it because it had nothing really to do with Double Dragon. It totally does. It does. And it, it is doesn't. so Double yeah, Dragon. One wears blue and one wears red. Yeah, yeah. And at the very, very end of the movie. We'll get to mine. Whatever. Um, Don't eat all your time talking about it. Mario <laughs> Brothers is filled with characters and random fucking ugly caricature everything well that's the one that actually helps if you haven't seen the video game or have yeah. you played the video game it does and it doesn't yeah. I, I mean I think, eh, I think they both kind of stand on their own yeah, yeah. you're kind of losing your argument right yeah now. You're, you're spending all your 10 minutes just attacking everyone else's movies <laughs> that's oh, a good yeah. argument hey, hey go back to that sex scene we're going <laughs> yeah yeah talk about the good stuff we're, we're getting into the presidential God, that race sex scene I gotta, is I gotta so practice fucking awkward. I oh and, well yeah and we'll, we'll just lead up to it I'm not defending my movie at all um <laughs> Christian Slater's napping because that's what you do in a time of crisis. You take a nap. It's okay. In the middle of the day. In the the only time the when it's safe. Because it's dangerous when it's dark out. So you might as well sleep during and the day. Tara Reed. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Tara Reed's an, an archaeologist. <laughs> oh, boy. The only thing more believable than her performance was the plot of this movie. <laughs> which is about, like, two worlds coming to... It's similar to Mortal Kombat, kind of. And two worlds. And Double Dragon. And, Double Dragon. <laughs> no, and Mario. Yeah. All of them. It's, it's kind of a, a video dimensions. game thing. What about, what about Doom? <laughs> Hell. Earth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to the sex scene, the highlight of this movie. <laughs> oh, they had a good action sequence. No, they didn't. No, um, they had an Uwe Bowl action sequence where they're all going to randomly stand around on green screen and just fire guns until he says Cut. Absolutely, with like rock music <laughs> yeah. in the background blaring. Which, well, you know... Younger, that was kind of cool. It's like, no, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in the, the game. Isn't there a sequence where they're like in a giant garage or something and there's like a Sam Raimi, you don't see the creatures, but it's like, yeah, that's the cameras we're talking out? about. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then like, it's, did you ever see House of the Dead? I didn't see House no of the Dead. No is an acceptable answer. Uh, but they, <laughs> yeah. they randomly at one point, like, we're going to do a big action sequence and they all just stand there firing guns and they just spin a camera around them and it's like, 
boom, 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 boom. That's... And the best thing is, when they walk into the sequence, they're holding different guns than they are during that sequence. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's just filmmaking its best. And Alone in the Dark does it, too. Isn't that the one where they actually um, cut two scenes of the video game? Yes. That's what? what? They, did, they didn't do that in this, thank no. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, another point for the movie. I know this is all scattered, because I, I don't have an argument for this pile of garbage. <laughs> um, the visual effects weren't that bad. Sure. They, they really weren't. For a movie that I can't imagine having... A budget even close to Doom, or he, he actually gets quite a bit of money for his movies. He's, he keeps he pockets. I should have looked up the just pocket most movie. of it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he gets to keep making them. But the visual <laughs> effects weren't bad. The, everything about this movie was, oh, man, I wish I had a better argument. I feel, <laughs> but why I feel did you bad. want to watch it again? Yeah. Go there. Why did? Because I remember my friend from home dragging me to go see this movie in theaters, and I think it's the only one out of all of them that I actually saw in a movie theater. That's all. And walking out of it and <laughs> absolutely hating it, but he really, really liked it. What was his argument for the movie? <laughs> do you remember? Can you I call d- him? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> How many minutes do we have left? Well, Tara Reid. Tara Reid was in it. Tara Reid was good in one movie and one movie only. And that was Josie and the Pussycats. And I'll fight people to death on that. She was awesome in that movie. Oh, American Pie was okay. She was okay. She was acceptable in that movie. Yeah. Was she, she was in good. Van Wilder? She was. She, she was. wasn't good in it. No. I don't remember it being good, but I <laughs> knew she was in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, going back to acting, Stephen Dorff actually did pretty good in this movie. I'll, I'll back it, him up for it. Stephen Dorff, I feel like he didn't understand that he was in an ooey bull bullshit movie. No, he didn't. He I tried. Think, I don't think he also knew that it was based on a video game. Oh, probably not. <laughs> I didn't know it was based on a video game until this conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> there's like ooey bull made an original film. Fantastic. <laughs> but I do, I do think it's that's the strongest aspect of it. The fact that it doesn't. It, it's its own separate thing. It's not like you have to, you don't have to play the video game. To, I mean, they, to they, like. This movie. They do attempt to follow the video games, at least in, like, in in spirit-ish. But, I mean, at the same time, Alone in the Dark is a video game very specific about being alone in the dark. Right. And this movie's quite bright, and there's a fuckload of people in it They're at all times. in the dark. The creatures only come in the dark. Is but it... not, there is no alone moment. I no, there's, there's never a moment where Christian... Except when Tara Reed and Christian Slater consummated their relationship. By doing it. Uh, if you, by that you mean you're alone while you're watching that, movie, that scene late at night. Hey, you know what? In 2005, it was just the most meta title ever. Because <laughs> you will be alone in a dark room when you watch this. I mean, there, it, it's comically, it's comically bad. Like the whole movie revolve. They, the climax of the movie takes place where they go to this cave to try and figure out where these creatures came from and therefore destroy them. And these creatures can't go anywhere during the day. But they choose to go four hours before dawn. Because <laughs> they say they have to. We need to get this done before dawn. To accomplish... Why? Yeah, <laughs> to accomplish this feat. I'm like, if you just wait, it's like going to hunt for vampires at night. You don't do that. <laughs> you absolutely don't do that. You're going to lose that fight. And they all do. Everyone dies in this movie. Uh, except for Christian Slater and Terry Reed. But they kind of do at the end. Yeah. That break the rule about a sex scene in a movie. Aren't they supposed to die after a sex scene? Well, they kind of at the end. It's the main character. It's only <laughs> the that's, that's in a horror film. movie. Yeah. Not yeah. In the... Wait, a movie called Alone in the Dark about a first-person shooter with zombies isn't a horror movie? It's a horror no. game, correct? It is, yes. It is, so, it is, it is a, almost a survival horror game. It, it later yeah. became not a survival horror mm-hmm. game. But... Is the movie scary? I don't remember it. No, no, no. So it fails on that front. Oh, absolutely. There's it fails on terror. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will, I will go and say it fails 
on every film. <laughs> <laughs> There's absolutely not one, there is not one, other than Stephen Dorff's performance, I'm going to defend him. There's not one redeeming part of this so movie. So the pleasure part of this film for you is you get to watch Stephen Dorff play almost the same character from Blade, but not quite as psychotic. Yes, but he, he stands out in this movie because he's the only one acting. Although his character turn of like, I need to kill Christian Slater. Oh, he shot a guy. I guess we're best friends now. <laughs> you almost have like a hug it out moment. Like, come on, buddy. I'm sorry. I but they, it, it's silence. They just look. <laughs> and they both know we're friends now. We're, we're in this together. And then he dies at the end. Spoiler alert. Don't fucking see this movie. Argument out. You have five seconds. I don't care. <laughs> This is the best closing argument ever. <laughs> argument out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Tony's is in hot contention for the winner of the day. Yeah. Damn uh, it. Elvis, you want to go next? All right. Ten minutes. So Super Mario Bros. The Movie is the best guilty pleasure video <laughs> game movie by far. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, everybody always has this complaint that it's nothing like the video games, but it actually is. The story of any... Have you ever played a Mario game? The story of any Mario game... <laughs> this is America. Is, <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course you have. Is absolutely bonkers. It involves a plumber, sometimes two, going to save <laughs> a princess from some kind of bad guy. Sometimes. What's that? There were never plumbers. In they there. were. In, in the original Mario Bros. arcade game. They were plumbers. Really? Yes. Don't, they don't you dare question me and my Super Mario Bros. knowledge. That's why I'm here on the podcast. You, be, you have to be really into it because it only says that in the book. and I don't think it ever says that in the game. But if you read that guidebook that came with it, you learn all about the backstory. Yeah, it's in there. They certainly don't plumb very often. <laughs> they plumb well, every plumb. level they, they go down pipes. pipes. Yeah, they go down yeah. pipes. They, they, that's how they... Yeah, they're they're the they Sorry, you can continue with Back to the movie. <laughs> Not very good plumber. Uh, so, but the movie re- maintains the spirit of the video games because it's it is it does have a plot. You were kind of saying before it doesn't kind of it's a loose plot. But they're there to save this princess. They don't really know the princess, but do they know the princess in the video games? No, she seems kidnapped most of the time. Yeah. yeah. So that's very accurate. And what happens in between the the capturing and the saving is just a lot of random hijinks with crazy characters. That's both the movie and the video game. And uh, this, I have to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is the only movie that is at the table here today that doesn't open with a text crawl or some sort of thing. It, in fact, has a delightful prologue, which is narrated by Dan Castellaneta of Homer Simpson fame and some very funny animation. And uh, then we jump straight in the movie, which, by the way, has... Mortal Kombat doesn't have a text crawl. Well, it does do a big animated 3D flip of the logo. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I wasn't gonna stick up for it for that. <laughs> I think it eventually comes. That happens in Super Mario. <laughs> um, but uh, and we also have performances from three terrific actors: uh, like the late Kevin. great Bob Hoskins, the late great Dennis Hopper, and the still kicking it uh, and sometimes awesome yeah. John Leguizamo. Awesome in this movie. It's Very awesome. awesome. In this yeah. Movie. yeah. And this is a movie that we're, there is an arc for both Mario and Luigi. Luigi's the more interesting character, which yeah. is true to the video games as well. Yeah. All of the departure games where Luigi's the main character are different from the Mario formula. They're more based on character. Mm-hmm. And we get to find out more about him. We still don't know after 
30 odd years of Mario games, much about Mario, but we can, you can list off traits about Luigi <laughs> and the game gets that right. And the game was precedent before that. It was before any Luigi game came out. So it started yeah. the sorry, Yes, the movie. So it shaped a lot of what Mario was going to be first. And also this was the very first video game movie that ever existed. And it set a precedent. Really? And for that, it's, it, I feel like it has legacy points Yeah. because it set the precedent of, Whenever video game movies are going to come out in the future, they're probably going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, see, I'll it's get to mine because mine has a very big tie to Mario. Yeah, um, very big tie to Mario, which I'll have to talk about when and, I get to mine. And uh, to move forward, the the movie is very nonsensical. It's 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 dubious and terrible in places, but <laughs> much like the games, it's just kind of a joy to watch. Yeah, it's. Is it's, it a joy to watch? It is a joy to watch. It's Because when I was goofy. watching it yesterday, I wasn't having much joy. <laughs> really? No. It's just for the spectacle of it all. For the spectacle, I mean, this, granted, the special effects are pretty good for 1993. You can't, <laughs> they, all of it, the, the, the dumb what thing. What year? 1993. Yeah. Which, which, let Wait, me. this is after Jurassic Park. I, I, I right? was going to do a joke about that. You ruined it. He ruins everything. That's why I picked the one in the dark. <laughs> Gonna be a great joke. Um, uh, let me jump on though. Uh, what I really liked about this movie, and again, it comes early in the kind of obviously there was a good number. Mario was a hit at this point. That's why it was the first big uh, video game movie. Um, but it came at an early enough point where there wasn't a lot of characterization to the characters to the story, and I think that Bob Hoskins especially brings a interpretation to the Mario character that's both belie- uh, that is both believable. In the movie, you completely understand where he's coming from. He's uh, he brings the character he played in Roger Rabbit to the Super Mario. It's bro. not it's just, the same Super Mario. Yeah. Yeah. It's very lie. cantankerous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to argue. What character to Super yeah. Mario? <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to argue that Roger Rabbit isn't a million times better than Mario or any movie that's here today. Uh, but it's not based on a video game. No, I feel like there's some distinct differences between. Um, the, those performances because yes. Mario here he really takes care of Luigi and he's a, he's a big softy from the get go and that makes that makes a lot of sense he's got the the Brooklyn accent you know mm-hmm. he's got this this gruff exterior but he's such a nice guy that this is the kind of dude who would get into a parallel universe where mm-hmm. dinosaurs evolved to be just like humans for some reason and he would still be the nice guy to be like hi hey, how dare you throw someone in jail for singing a song <laughs> When he's like, Mario, we're in like the fucking Twilight Zone. What are you doing? Why are you worried about that? Um, and uh, the interplay between him and Luigi is great. Uh, to go back to accuracy, there's the fact that the Baboms in this video game are kind of like the MacGuffin at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Baboms are fantastic in the movie. They Just are. to build up the tension of that scene where it's like going around, it's almost like a little Looney Tunes thing. We keep cutting back and the bomb's stuck, or it's uh, causing traffic jams. And then it's crawling up and it's like, oh, it's going to be this perfect moment. And that little suspense bringing out that and it's got the the delightful product placement of Reebok Reebok. underneath it too. (laughs) And then the explosion, that is just a great payoff. Um, Accuracy for the bullet bills in the game, or in the movies, or rather in the games, uh, a bullet bill is an enemy that flies at you. You hop on it, and it'll launch you forward into the air. And in this game, or in the movie, the bullet bills are little cartridges you put into special shoes, and they make you <laughs> jump higher. Totally accurate. 
Uh, and the Goombas. Yeah, totally. That's the exact same <laughs> exactly. Thing. Yeah. In a, in a function like again, this isn't an animated movie. Sure. We, we had yeah, to do yeah. some some. No, changes. continue with Goombas. I want to hear how this is totally accurate. Goombas. <laughs> if you look at the uh, original <laughs> Super Mario Bros. instruction manual, Goombas oh, are God. said to be traitors of the Mushroom Kingdom, which is exactly true of the movie. Let's see, yeah, yeah, they look the same too. Exactly. Well, they got the same shape. Wait, who, 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 who's reading these manuals with these video games? <laughs> Apparently Elvis was. I was. <laughs> there were two buttons. He didn't have to, like, look up controls. Which is also a strength of the game. You didn't need to know how to play it. You just learned from playing it. Also, the movie. You just learned how to watch the movie <laughs> while you're watching the movie. Uh, the last comparison I'll make from game to, uh, from game to movie is that the kingdom uh, in, the, in all the Mario Bros. games is alive they everything has eyeballs or everything has a personality and that's true of the movie too all of the fungus all of the mushrooms everywhere lurching over the kingdom it's a story point is the old king of the mushroom kingdom that koopa dennis hopper de-evolved and it that's why the mario brothers are able to they are able to uh save the day is because they get these items that is just very much like the video games uh they get the mushrooms they get the bombs to and then they get like a special platform that saves them from dying uh, to save the day. So it's just like the video games there. And You didn't mention Big Bertha, how spot on Big Bertha was. Big Bertha. As a fish in the video games and a big terrifying black woman in the movie. <laughs> big Bertha's a little problematic, but in the movie, <laughs> I find her to be a delightful character. When she shows back up in the end after their dance sequence and throws them a pair of boots to save the day, I'm like, all right, Big yeah. Bertha. Yeah, the bouncer at the boom the boom bar. Yeah. Is she corpulent? Very corpulent? No, she's just really round. <laughs> Hilarious! This movie is... I mean, it's not good, but it's very funny. You actually... Super Mario Brothers has uh, comedy that kind of delivers. Like, the rest of our movies are kind of unintentionally hilarious sometimes. Yes. Super They're, Mario actually tried to be. One of my favorite scenes from that movie is the Goombas on the elevator. The dancing scene? Of the, yeah, where he, where Luigi... That's a clever scene. That could be in any movie. It doesn't yeah. have to be in a Mario movie. And it just kind of wiggles back There's and forth. There's a reason it's why funny. it's not in any other movie. Because <laughs> Mario did it best. It's true. <laughs> you can't... Like, you can't oh, I'm also a big fan of the, the mattress, the Goomba mattress sliding down the tube yep. sequence. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But this movie, that, that it goes back to my main point, is that this movie is a lot of fun. It is funny. It's totally goofy. And you're like, what the fuck were they, ma- were they on when they were making this movie? <laughs> Which is exactly true of the games. In the games, yeah. you eat a mushroom and you get bigger. And there's <laughs> bombs that walk and talk. And it's just absolutely bonkers. So for that, it completely uh, holds the spirit of the game. It's, it's just as much fun. And... Uh, this is just a little, little tiny thing, but um, it also happens to be the only uh, movie appearance by one Shigeru Miyamoto, the creator of Mario, is in this movie at the very end of the credits. At the end of the credits. Yeah. yeah. I've never stayed after the credits. No. I did an accident this morning. When I just uh, left it on. Huh. And was not... Uh, that was a good argument. I'll give you that. <laughs> How much more time I got? Second. None. Well done. Didn't Damn need it. any more. Uh, all right, so last but not least, hopefully. <laughs> oh, no, it is. <laughs> it is. Begin. No, mine cannot be worse than yours, but... Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not defending <laughs> mine. I'm not... Oh, he's not Let's be honest. His. You three are the only ones in contention here. Uh, I did the 1994 classic uh, Double Dragon, which is the second video game movie ever. My movie... Uh, I gotta start with Robert Patrick, 
Because I love the T-1000, and I love him in this movie. (laughs) Because as a kid, I don't think I ever clued in to T-1000s in Double Dragon. It wasn't until I saw it much later in life, I went, holy fuck, what (laughs) were you doing? (laughs) Like, did you just have a free weekend and went, yeah, I could be in Double Dragon, why not? How much money are you paying me? That came out before T-2, didn't it? Did it? No, T-1 came out, T-2 came out in 1991. Look it up. Uh, I mean, the thing I'll is, look it up later, he was but... able to speak in this movie, yeah. so that's probably his stuff. He finally had lines. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought... I actually thought he did kind of a good job with this villain. I, I really felt like he just kind of went, I'm going to be as ridiculous as humanly possible. And he just kind of stuck to that the whole time. Like, I really, I think like he was having fun making this movie. It didn't feel like that overqualified <coughs> actor phoning in a performance. I never got that from him in this movie. Um, Why were you looking at me when yeah. you said that? <laughs> what is that about? You are right. That Nothing, he... Dennis Hopper. Uh, <laughs> you're right that T2 came out before this, which actually I, I kind of gave him more credit for that role in Double Dragon when I thought it was the other game. But you're right. He still delivered a really fun performance. He did. And then uh, and then we have uh, Alyssa Milano showed up in this thing yeah. for s- some reason. <laughs> um, and I never thought Alyssa Milano was attractive, but I loved her in this movie. I don't know. Maybe the short blonde hair did it for me. But uh, Love it. And for some reason, again, I don't think she knew what movie she was in. Because she was still trying, and she was still Mm -hmm. having fun. And then you kind of fall apart when you get to the two leads. Because those are where it's like, uh... The double dragons. The double dragons, if you will. So Scott Bakula and uh, Scott Wolf. Mm -hmm. And Scott Wolf... Great Scott. They're both supposed to be Asian. Scott Wolf, you can't really get any less Asian. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... I do like that apparently he actually went through a shitload of training for this movie. Like, he really wanted to learn how to do the stunts and action sequences on his own. Again, I gave the movie more credit before I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, maybe it would have been better if he hadn't, and they just kind of brought in a stunt double for all of his stuff. But he actually tried, and I thought that was really fun. And I I really like the fact that if you play the video game, it's just like, it's so-and-so Lee and -and so-and-so Lee, and that's it. That's the only thing you get that they're brothers. Mm -hmm. And again, they're supposed to be Asian, but one of them has like flowing blonde hair. So again, it's kind of like, well, you tried. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I like that they they always kind of, the whole basis of the game is just walk around and beat up people. And that's that's all you do in Double Dragon. You walk around and you punch stuff. And this movie takes a little while to get there, but after a while, it kind of does. And then all of a sudden, it's just like big brawl after big brawl after big brawl. With their budget a little bit cut. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of big brawl in the same room, big brawl in the same room, big brawl in the same room. But I still kind of like it because of that. Because, again, it kind of makes me feel like the old school video games where it yeah. always kind of feels like the same place. They just kind of reskin it a little bit and they kind of did the same thing here. Um, the plot doesn't make any fucking sense, but neither did the, the video game. I don't think any of our plots made sense. No, no, no not really at all. You at least had big brawls. Mortal Kombat was one-on-one fights over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, the, no, they had the one fight sequence. They did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was all red shirts that they fought. So. Yeah. I mean, that's mostly what they I mean, red hoods, whatever they were fighting. Yeah. I mean, this one, they, they fight the clown gang. They yeah. fight the... Well, they don't ever fight the power core. They fight with the power core. But I like that... Uh, I like that they called back to the video game as much as they could to design the gangs that they fight. Because when you have these weird, like, 8-bit dudes coming out of the like the doorways and stuff to fight, they always kind of had this distinctive look to them. Right. And that's what the, the movie modeled everyone after. And they even modeled one of the boss fights after the the big, I already forgot his name, dude. Bo- who, Boba? Yeah, Boboba. Bo- Bo- Bobo? Yeah. 
I, <laughs> I think uh, they learned from the mistakes of Mortal Kombat and kind of uh, both our movies went like a little too hard to yeah. the video game. Yeah, and I, I mean, especially with Double Dragon, I mean, you look at the the world of video games and like everything that's been coming out or had been coming out and was really popular in the early 90s. I don't know why anyone in the right mind wouldn't... Super Mario Brothers, that makes sense. Everyone loves it, let's make a movie. Double Dragon, really? <laughs> Everyone loved it. I mean, they did, but I mean, no one was like a big fan of the story of Double Dragon. You couldn't really make a Pac-Man movie. Think of their That's other true. options. I mean, they couldn't really make a Pac-Man Duck movie. Hunt, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, they could have done like Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they could have done something higher than Double something Dragon. Something side-scroller that actually had like a story, not... Not just beat up gangs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know it's basically the same game, but I think people would have been more entertained by Battletoads. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, they could have used. The, I mean, Super Mario's was kind of Battletoads, right? They fought giant lizards the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But okay, so in defense of my movie, like the the thing about it is that when I watch it, there isn't a single bone in my body that goes, "Yeah, this is good." I like it. <laughs> the whole time you watch, like this is a pile of shit. Yeah. But for some reason, ever since I was a kid, even as a kid, when I'm like, this sucks, this is just awful, I love it. And I don't know what it is about it. Like, I don't know what there is about, like, because there's, the characters really have no chemistry together. Uh Uh, The brothers, you can tell, probably didn't get along on set at all. Uh, Alyssa Milano really feels just shoehorned in. Robert Patrick just kind of felt like, we need a villain and he's available. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, maybe we'll get some of that Terminator money. Like, (laughs) just bring him in. And everything just kind of felt like, like, really just kind of, fuck it, throw them in, everything will be fine. And then you get this movie, and it shouldn't have worked in any way, and for some reason it for didn't. me, it does. It, it I don't know not. why it does. But to be fair, all those things you just said, I feel the same way about, uh, like, stupid Michael Bay Transformers movies. But yeah. I keep going to see them. They, they shoehorn in, in celebrities, they cast leads. No, you were right with shoehorn. Shoehorn <laughs> in. Uh, but, yeah, I keep going to see them. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's why I'll keep watching this movie. I know it's garbage. I can't say that it's not garbage. But unlike Tony, who's like, it's terrible, don't see it. I say see it, because it's fun, and it's on YouTube. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is such a, a weird thing that came out. I still don't know how they ever got it made. I don't know why people went to go see it. I don't know why I still watch it, but yeah. it is, there's something about it, at least as far as guilty pleasures go, like, because I can never tell you to watch it, because it's this great masterpiece of 1994, it's just a pile of shit that is surprisingly entertaining. Yeah. And I, I love everything from from the beginning to the very end. And then as soon as the very end happens, which is what I was trying to say for the end, when they finally become like the double dragon duo, and they just look terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when they finally come to their time to like, all right, this is when they're going to become badass. They're going to put on the suits from the video games. And oh, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they never even fought in the suits, did they? They do. They, they beat the shit out of Robert Patrick. Oh, and, then, and then for some reason he uses his ghost powder, ghost powers to arrest him. And then that's it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it'd be yeah. like if in uh, the original X-Men movie they did wear yellow spandex at the end. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I really feel like like, Brian Singer could have gone, like, well, we need to have him wear yellow spandex. He's like, no, watch Double Dragon. We don't, we don't need to do it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Let's see what happens at the end Probably there. Probably was. Yeah. <laughs> Learn from those mistakes. Yeah, we'll, we'll lose the audience if we do that. And you, you totally do. And the best thing about it is that even in the movie, like, I feel like there's, they, they had this in the script, it's going to be great, and then they put him in the suits, like, it doesn't work, does it? 
well, shit, we only have one day left to shoot. I guess we have to do this. Rush through it. Yep. And they make a joke about it. Like, they're like, oh, no, these are... Like, these are terrible. Do we have to wear these? Like, no, they're great. But I guess I'm not in the blue one. And he's like, oh, what's wrong with the blue one? <laughs> oh, I I, them going into the costumes was my favorite part. That was the first time I felt like, oh, double dragon. <laughs> you you See, just said, you hit the nail on the head just now. Isn't that our favorite part of all genre films? Like, did you, have you guys watched Daredevil? Wasn't your favorite part when he puts on the costume at the end? Yeah, like, that's Finally. why I'm not seeing Fantastic Four. Boom, brought it back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I kind of agree. Like, I... Although it looked horrible, that is, I feel like that payoff of just like, oh, double dragon! That is what I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. And granted, it's only 30 seconds and it's completely wasted, but. Absolutely. At least I got it. You got no Alone in the Darks moment. I'm not defending the movie! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not standing here being like, oh, this movie's great. This is me conceding and getting it out there that you should not go see my movie. See, I still think you should see mine. And I still think it's a fun movie. And I know, I know when you'll watch it, it's horrible, but I think there is. There's some level of charm to this movie. There's not. There is. It's there. I want to you watch giving it them that bit of hope is setting the bar too high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's too bad that uh, Double Dragon has that thing where they get into the costumes in the end and it, then it kind of sucks. Because like, it'd be great if there was a video game movie that it did happen and it totally worked. And it, it paid off, yeah. Yeah. Good thing that's not on the table. <laughs> uh, I got no time left, but I'd still say it's great. <laughs> All right, so now... That sounds like the, the drowning music from Sonic the Hedgehog. Maybe that was going to be my second <laughs> choice. You guys ever see that yeah, one? Yeah, No, I never saw it. It's, it's pretty dope. Uh, do you ever see the animated Mortal Kombat movie? No. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 22 minutes long. But they rented it in Blockbuster, and I was so excited to watch wow. it. Then you pull out the tape, and it had that really big plastic bits in there because the tape's so short. And I took I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Uh, and it was. <laughs> um, all right, so we should move on to voting. So, voting for today, sorry, Doom, you are not included, because you mm. cannot be here to vote as well. Uh, not that you would have won anyways. Right. Um, so, as per usual, you can only vote for movies that you did not bring to the table. Which Thank makes God. things... Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> makes Elvis's job a little bit hard, because I have a feeling he really wants to vote for his own. <laughs> I do too, it's okay. Yeah. Um... But we'll go in the order that we did it. So just to, again to reiterate, we had Doom, which is no longer included. Then we had Double Dragon, Super Mario Brothers, Alone in the Dark, and Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan will go first. I think of uh, the table, the films at the table. I actually, it's actually a toss up for me. I do believe that Mortal Kombat is really good, but I also really enjoyed Super Mario Brothers for totally different reasons. Mm-hmm. Total departure from the video game. But actually, as I got a little older and learned to appreciate more. Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo and uh, Dennis Hopper, I appreciate the film even more. So that's my vote. Okay. I'm going to go with Doom. <laughs> you can't vote for Doom. It's not on the table. What? It's not Since on the ta- when? Since I just said it a moment ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's also mentioned at the beginning. <laughs> I brought nothing to this voting process. Um, Based on argument alone. It's either Mortal Kombat or Mario Brothers. That's not how voting works. What the fuck? (laughs) So much love for Double Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, This is tough. I'm I'm leaning towards Doom still. (laughs) You sure that's not the table? I hate to say it because I did not like it. I'm going to go with Mario Brothers. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to go with uh, the movie that, after this talk, I'm kind of the most interested in seeing. And it also has, if you were going to take the titles of all these movies and they were going to be sex positions, this one sounds the most fun. And go for Double Dragon. Yeah! <laughs> what, Mortal Kombat? Had a fun sex position? Alone in the Dark, that's my that's most common. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was a little too familiar. Yeah. That, hit, that hits home. Um, so, as the final vote, which doesn't matter. Doesn't that's matter. Right, it doesn't. Yeah, but I still get to put my vote in there. You do. I um, guess. It doesn't matter because we already have a clear-cut winner, but I'm not going to vote for it. Because I don't feel guilty about watching it. I don't really like it. I think it's kind of a crap movie. <laughs> but I don't feel bad about watching Super Mario Brothers. Because when you tell me you're watching Super Mario Brothers, it's not like, ugh, why? They always go, oh, awesome, you're watching Super Mario Brothers. So I don't have that bad well, feeling about watching it. Except John Leguizamo, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've never felt bad about watching Mortal Kombat because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, and I hate having to give a vote yeah. to Alone in the Dark because it's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. But that's where my vote has to go. Because <laughs> the only movie I'd ever feel bad about watching is yep. Alone in the Dark. And I agree there's very little pleasure in that movie, but... Wow. I actually thought, based on argument alone, Brian, you did a great job <laughs> defending such a piece of crap. <laughs> Elvis and I had pretty easy jobs, because we're barely guilty no, of pleasure I, movies. The thing I've, I voted for Mario Brothers is I watched it this morning for the first time ever and absolutely hated it. <laughs> and and, and you made me be like, good. all right, yeah, yeah. I can... I could watch it again. And I'm like, no. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I, I know if I ever watch it again, it will be a waste of my time. But yeah. every time I see it, it's like, I will watch this again within the next 20 years. <laughs> well, let's just, I think the summary of uh, the discussion today has been that for 20 years, genre films have been crap. And people <laughs> who are claiming that movies today are way worse than 20 years ago are flat out wrong. Oh, oh my God. God. And uh, the first did it the best. The first two did it the best. Yeah. <laughs> first three. Hey. First fifteen. Fifteenth. Mortal Kombat does have that song. Oh God, <laughs> the that song, song and the fact that it's just a fighting tournament based uh, in a film format. I mean, out of all of them, that's the only one I'll probably ever rewatch again. I do I'm good like for a while. I like Mortal Kombat. It was fun, but I'm good for a while now. I mean, I'll probably watch it before that rebooted movie comes out because they're doing another movie. Oh boy. Are they? Like yeah. a, they're rebooting or they're doing like a third movie? They're rebooting it. They're rebooting <laughs> so it. Johnny Cage will be alive. Yeah. <laughs> God, Hopefully they get Tom Cruise this time. Yeah. That's I always imagined him to be. God, I was so mad as a kid when I found Seth and watched Annihilation. It's like, yeah, I'm ready for now. There goes Johnny Cage. Son of a bitch! Yeah. And why does Sonya look different? <laughs> Why'd they kill him at the beginning? I never understood that. I don't know. They they want to keep Sonya around so because she won't be in it, but he won't be in it, so they kill him. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, all right, so next week, as soon as I can pull up the schedule, uh, as long as I can get enough people to be on it, so it might change at the last moment, although I'm hoping it doesn't, but next week the plan is Bloodborne. Well, we got a week. I could... I could. Yeah, you can finish that whole video game in a week for sure. Yeah, that won't be a problem. It's not like a 67 hour game. Um, <laughs> I'll play 10 minutes of it and come and review it with you. <laughs> I didn't know you did video games. Yeah. Is we that, start, is that why you did the video game movies? Yeah, we started primarily as a video game podcast. That was really all we were going to do. And then we realized if we're doing this weekly, it's going to be a little tough to play video games. I will not be invited back to this podcast. <laughs> 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 um, Based okay. on your tastes alone. I'm going out on top! Mario Bros! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we have uh, Bloodborne, then we have Birdman coming up, then Kingsman, and then a whole bunch of other ones until Ooh, we get to... I'll do uh, all those. Uh, and then on the 12th, we're doing another battle episode. 
the final of this series, not battle series, the final of the James Bond series. We're doing the final stamp, the third James Bond battle. Plugs, anyone? Uh, you can check out uh, my podcast, uh, Tom Hanks Giving, a Tom Hanks podcast, where every week we discuss a Tom Hanks movie, uh, me and a special guest, so maybe you guys will be on the show. Cool. You, yeah. See you there. Yeah. And, uh, what do you do when you run out of Tom Hanks movies? Uh, we start watching Bosom Buddies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, they have an answer loaded for that. Mm-hmm. Start of the episode one. You know, you'll still run out of that at some point, too. I mean, he's still alive. He's still pumping them out. <laughs> and you got the cameos. You got the ones he's produced. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, if you're not his producing role, you got to... No. There's a lot of Tom Hanks in the future. The Ken Burns documentaries, we'll, we'll go. We got it. <laughs> if it's real bad, you'll start moving on to Colin Hanks movies. There you go. Yep. It'll just be Hanksgiving at that point. Yeah. <laughs> We got that uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, there you go. We could do the music video. There you go. <laughs> There's going to be an episode where we do the Simpsons movie. He's in it for two seconds. <laughs> yep. But right now we're still in the thick of the the good, classic, awesome Tom Hanks. So check it out if you like Tom Hanks. And who doesn't like Tom Hanks? There's I something have, for everybody. I know one person who doesn't like Tom Hanks, but I think it's just because of the who doesn't like Tom Hanks. It's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. So he's Tired just contrary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why who? I don't like the I Yankees. Don't you yeah. can say names. No, I'm not going to say give like initials. I don't even say last names on this podcast. Initials. No, I'm good. I'm going to say, I'm going to say bye. CD. Bye. bye. bye.